Vincent's Voice Podcast, brought to you by your friends at First City Church of Christ. We meet at Holiday Inn Express, located at 2720 Battery Road in Vincent's, Indiana. You are invited to be our guest at any of our services. Meet Sunday morning at 10 for Bible study and 11 for worship. We also assemble on Sunday afternoon at 3 for worship. On Wednesday evening, we gather for Bible study at 7. To contact us, you can visit our website at First City. Churchofchrist.com or call 317-308-8288. On this podcast, our aim is to speak where the Bible speaks, to be silent where the Bible is silent. The Bible says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So, grab your Bible, some paper and a pen, and join us on this episode of the Vincent's Voice Podcast. Okay, guys, thank you for joining us for episode number one of the Vincent's Voice podcast brought to you by First City Church of Christ. We're glad to have you along as listeners today. We urge you to get out of the Bible and follow along and study with us. This first episode is asking the question, is the Church of Christ a denomination? And before we get to answering that question, I want to give you a little preview of upcoming episodes that you can be looking forward to. Episodes concerning salvation, what saves us from our sins, names of the church, creeds of the church, organization of the church, and we'll also have episodes concerning the work and worship of the church. And so we hope that you will be watching for those new episodes to come online. But back now to the question of this podcast, is the Church of Christ a denomination? Now, often I'm asked, where do you attend church? And I will answer it by saying, I'm a member of the Church of Christ. Then that prompts another question like, what denomination is the Church of Christ? Or some people might ask, is it Catholic, Protestant, or Jewish, thinking that it might be one of those? Now, I can tell you that the answer to the question, is the Church of Christ a denomination, is no. And we could end the episode there, but we want to expound on that answer just for a few moments. And so we hope that you'll join us and think about the things that we say as we answer the question, is the Church of Christ a denomination? I have with me my son Trey today, and we're glad to have him, and he will be helping us learn things from the Bible today. I want to first start by saying that the Church of Christ is not a denomination because it does not meet the definition of a denomination. And so we turn to one of my favorite dictionaries, the American Heritage Dictionary, to define what a denomination is. And Trey, what does that dictionary say about a denomination? It defines it as one of a series of kinds, values, or sizes 
as in one system of a currency or the weights. Okay, thank you. Now, I want us to think about some of the words in that definition, words like series, kinds, values, or sizes. And notice the plurality of those words. Let me tell you that the Church of Christ had its beginning in the book of Acts 2. And if you read Acts 2 in verse 47, it says that the Lord added to the church those who were being saved. That is the church of Christ mentioned there in the book of Acts 2. And by the way, Acts 2 answers the prophecies noted in Isaiah 2, Daniel 2, Zechariah 1, and a number of other passages also in the, in the Old Testament refer to the coming of the church of Christ. Now, even the Lord said some things, I believe, about the coming of the church. And Trey, where would you take somebody if they were wondering did Jesus ever say anything about the church? Well, I'll take him to Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. The verse says, And I also say to you that you are Peter. On this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Okay, very good. That's a great verse. And it's a great verse to compare against the definition of a denomination we just read a few moments ago. Remember I said something about series, kinds, values, and sizes, all those words are plural. But Trey, did Jesus say, I will build my church, or did he say, I will build my churches? I will build my church. Okay, so singular there. And that's very important to note, that Jesus did not come to the earth to die for mankind so that he could build multiple churches. He died so that he could build his church. And that's very important to note there from Matthew 16 and verse 18. I think it stands to reason that we can mention that all major denominations today are a break-off of some other religious body. That's really what a denomination is. It's a break-off or a section uh, of something else. Now, Trey, I think, has a good example of how we could use money, for example, to show what denominations are or what a denomination is to kind of help us picture, if you will, what a denomination is. And so, Trey, why don't you take us through that example? Okay. Let's say you have a $20 bill, and that by itself is one, it is whole. Now, if you split it up into four equal sections of $5 in increments, that is four denominations of that $20 bill. And okay. you can also do that with two $10 bills or $21 bills, but they're all breakoffs of the original 20 Okay, very good. I think that's a good way to kind of get a secular picture of what the word denomination means, at least. And so here, as Trey said, we have this original $20 bill, but the fives or tens or ones are all denominations or breakoffs or sections of that $20 bill. That is not what the Church of Christ is. It was founded in Acts 2, and it is the Church of Christ. It is the only church the Bible speaks of. But past that point, we've had denominations break off of the Lord's church. And while it's not the intent of this podcast or this episode to dive deep into this, we will say that the Catholic church is the first denomination to break off of the Lord's church, the church of Christ. And it was fully formed in 606 AD. And then we get into the 1500s and to some extent the 1600s into what we know as the Protestant period 
where we have a great blossoming of all sorts of other denominations, many of which we are familiar with today, and are, many are in Vincennes, Indiana, uh, by the way. And then you ha have a point today where we have literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of other different denominations and religious bodies, and the Church of Christ is not one of those. And so just by the definition of a denomination, the Church of Christ is not one of those. Now, the other thing I want to bring up for a few brief moments today is that the Church of Christ is not a denomination because denominationalism destroys unity. And denominationalism basically teaches that we have many different religious bodies, many different denominations. They may all be teaching and practicing different things, but we're all headed in the same direction. And that, my friends, is not true. And we hope that you will see that. Did you know that the Bible calls upon the Lord's church or the church of Christ to be unified? He never called us to be divided or never approved of us uh, not having unity. And there are several verses that we want to raise for our consideration today to show that we need to be unified. Trey, why don't you take one of those? Why don't you let us know what one of those verses are? First um, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10, the Bible reads, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. All right, so the unifying word in that verse is same, same mind, same judgment, that ye all be joined together. In other words, don't, don't be divided. And there in Corinth, by the way, the issue was that those who were being baptized, some of them were saying, I am of Paul. Others were saying, I am of Apollos. Some were saying, I am of Cephas. And some of them correctly were saying, I am of Christ. You see, there was division there in Corinth. And Paul was saying, this cannot be among the members of the Lord's body, that we all must be unified. One of my favorite passages about unity, Trey, is Ephesians 4 and verse 3 where it simply says endeavoring to keep the unity of the body. And the word endeavor there in indicates that we're going to have to work hard to be unified. Unity just doesn't happen by the snap of a finger, if you will, that I have to work at it, you have to work at it, we all have to work at it, of course, using the Bible as the base source for, the, uh, for our unity. Okay, Trey, I think there's some other verses that would hint at the need for unity as well. What else do you think would work well here? I believe Romans chapter 15 and verse 6 would work pretty well. It reads, That you may with one mind and with one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, why would you bring that verse up? What word in there suggests unity? One. Okay, the word one. One mouth and one heart. Okay, so in the church at Rome, there wasn't just one Christian one mouth or one heart was there. There were multiple people, but Paul said it's as if you have one heart and you have one mouth, and that indicates there needs to be unity among the members of the Lord's body, the Church of Christ. Now, Trey, that reminds me of one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament in the book of Nehemiah chapter 8, and we don't have time to read all these verses, verses 1 through 8, Ezra gets upon a pulpit of wood, to read to the people from the word of God. 
But I do want us to notice that in, in the book of Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 1, it indicates that all the people gathered together as one person. Now, you and I both know, Trey knows, all of us know that there was more than one person there present for the reading of God's word. But the Bible, I think, makes tries to make the point here that as we read the word of God and as we believe the word of God and obey the word of God, it brings us all together as one person. And that really gets to the source of disunity in the religious world is that people are doing what they want to do and what they teach versus just reading the Bible and being unified by its words. Now, Trey, often in Matthew 6, people refer to the model prayer as the Lord's prayer, erroneously. It is a model prayer, isn't it? In Matthew 6, it's a, it's a prayer of pattern teaching us how to pray. Now, the Lord prayed on multiple occasions, but if you really want to read the Lord's Prayer, a prayer of the Lord, if you will, John 17 is a great time, a great place to go and read a, a prayer of the Lord. And he, it basically, you can be summarized as a prayer of unity. Now, Trey, if you're there at John 17 and verse number 21, as he reads that for us, I want you to really pay attention to what Jesus prayed for in that prayer, not only for those who were living during his time period, but by the way, he prayed for all of us as well who would believe in the future. Now, what does it say in John 17 and verse 21? Scripture reads, And they all may be as one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. They also may be one in us, but the world may believe that you sent me. Okay, very good. So now we've established today that Jesus said, I will build my church, singular. And now he's praying for the church in John 17, verse 21, that they all might be what? That they all might be one. And so very clearly the Bible demands that we be unified, that we all be one. So the church of Christ is not a denomination because denominationalism, the teaching that we're all teaching and practicing different things, but we're all headed in the same direction, is simply not true. That destroys the concept of unity. And so let me finish this point by asking a very simple question. How can we all be one if we teach and believe and practice things that are different? And I, think, I believe that's a question that you can think about for a while and answer that we cannot be one when we teach, practice, and believe things that are different. The Lord's people are unified. The church of Christ is unified. And therefore, by those statements, we can believe and teach that it is not a denomination. And so as we begin to wrap things up, Trey, Christ promised to build how many churches? One. He, he promised to build one there in Matthew 16. And by the way, not only did he uh, say that he was going to build one, not only did he pray that we would all be one, but there's something else important about the Lord's church in relation to Jesus as well that we find in Luke's writing in the book of Acts 20 and verse 28. What does that tell us about Jesus and his relationship to the church? It says, therefore take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among you which is holy spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. 
Okay, and if you're listening, and obviously you are, you can see that fact that Trey uh, emphasized those last few words that the church, which he purchased with his own blood. And so Jesus is the builder of the church. He prayed for the church that they would be one, and he shed his blood for the church. That was the price for the purchase of the church of Christ. And so our responsibility, mine's, my responsibility, Trey's responsibility, your responsibility is to read the Bible, study the Bible, and ensure that we are members of that one church that Jesus built. And the questions now remain are, am I a member of that one church? Are you a member of that one church? So we really appreciate you listening to this episode number one of the Vincent's Voice podcast. And as we mentioned earlier, we have plans to soon release other episodes on those topics that we previously mentioned in this episode. We want you to know that we welcome all comments and questions. Be sure to subscribe this to this podcast and share it too, by the way, to others who you think might be interested in learning uh, from the truth that is in God's word. And also, we would like your suggestions on any topics that you would like to see us cover in the future. Certainly, we can come up with many different top Bible topics that we can cover, but if there's something that you would like us to cover, maybe a Bible question you've always had, maybe a certain book or a certain passage, please do not hesitate to get in touch with us and let us know. Now, as we wrap things up, in the meantime, may we all live a life that's pleasing to God in accordance to your word. We hope that you have a great and blessed day. Lord, I lift your name on Thank you for listening to this episode of the Vincent's Voice Podcast. Ensure you receive the most up-to-date episodes. We encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. If you have any questions or would like to suggest a topic for future episodes, you can contact us at firstcitychurchofchrist.com or by calling 317-308-8288. If you are in the Vincent's Indiana area, we hope you will visit with us at First City Church of Christ. We meet on Sundays at 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and 3 p.m., and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We hope this episode has been beneficial to you and has brought glory to God. Always remember, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Colossians 3 and verse 17. Until next time, may God be with you and bless you in all the good you do. Goodbye.